Blog Talk Radio. Back on live, y'all know the vibes, man. It's three and watch, man. Happy New Year to everybody, man. Watch what's good, my G. Oh, what's good, my G? We are in uh, 2021. We made it through a, a horrible year, which was 2020. And, of course, right. hip-hop speaking, everybody was waiting for the Uncle Murder 2020 wrap-up. Did you get a chance to listen to it? <laughs> no, I did not. I wish I did it for the show. How was it? I, it's dope. It's 13 minutes, and Uncle Murder is rapping about everything. I mean, he's rapping about everything because the year was so crazy. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy about it is he ended it off saying this is going to be his last one. This is going to be his last year really? to wrap up. And and wait no. a minute. Wait, wait, and, but what's ill about it is he dropped Don't Come Outside, Volume 3, his mixtape, and he has a song with Benny, and then he has another song with Conway. And let me just say this. Okay. Uncle Murder has a song with Conway called Nothing Like Me. It's on his new mixtape. And it's fire. Fire, fire, fire. Put some respect on my well, man Lenny Grant, three. Nah, we, I always got respect for Uncle Murder. I got respect for Lenny Grant all day, but um, <laughs> I wish I heard the drink. Let me, let me ask you this. How does Mad Skills feel that, yo, this nigga took my shit, niggas act right? Did Mad Skills drop a wrap-up? Yeah, too, right? I have I haven't heard I haven't heard Matt Let Skills. Me look, I, I know Let me look and see. I know who murders join us out and um and and to me it's, it's to me it's dope. It's dope that Uncle Murder has people checking for him and, and oh, I think it's course. smart that he used it. Matt Skills? I think Matt Skills has one also. Yeah. It's called two thousand twenty wrap up, throw it in the trash. I'm very interested to see. But it's foul though because we, we, me and you are accustomed to going to Mad Skills first, but I ain't going to lie to you, Mad Skills, with all due respect. It's not the Brooklyn bias in me, relax. It's just that I would click on commercial shit first before I go on Mad Skills shit first. Dog, I would not have even known Mad Skills. Even though when they battled, Mad Skills won that verbal warfare. I, it, 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 I, hate, I hated to admit it, but Mad Skills lyrically won the battle. Um, but I, I checked for Uncle Murder's joint, but I'm just telling you, on on on, don't come outside. Volume two, Uncle Murder got a song with Conway called "Nothing Like Me." And it is hard, but before I go, I just got to say this, man. I've been playing Thirty Eight Special Interstate Thirty Eight, man, nonstop. I've been playing Interstate Thirty Eight. I've been playing Flea Lord, and I've been playing Ransom, man. Like the, those three albums have been in. Non-stop. They, I, I, I go into 2021 with them three albums, man. Straight up. Let me, let me ask you a question about something. All right. Uh, so I'm looking at people's publications or people's albums of the year, right? And no disrespect to Joe Biden podcast. I rock with you guys over there. But, man, I was looking at their list. Everyone had damn near the same Conway, Benny. Stove God was in everyone's list, though. I don't know if that's a Rock Nation affiliation. I don't know what it is. I'm just shocked that all you niggas got Stove God, and I'm not bad at that. But I do look at it it's kind of funny that 
in a in a in a year in 2020, watch you and I review these albums already. We know the pulse of, of the culture when it comes to music. Niggas are dropping three albums, four albums, five projects, three Lord in special. How many projects they dropped this year? But Stove God has one project and is deemed high compared to other people. I'm not saying I have a problem with Stove God making a list. I watch obviously made my list at number eleven, but the cross the board. And forgetting about other MCs, what does that say, though? You know what I mean? Well, it just it shows you how how hip hop media works. Monkey see, monkey do. Because you know, I looked at a lot of people's lists, and when I didn't see the Oracle Three by Graph, I invalidated everybody's list. Like you can't drop projects that are just absolutely phenomenal in hip hop, and just nobody else has them. And nobody else has it. Well, me and you, the only two people that acknowledge that Graph came out with a, a, yeah. a project. That, that makes mm. no sense. I mean, he had the production, he had the guest appearances, and he had the lyrics. And yet, nobody had Graph anywhere. No, and that's why I looked at everybody's ones. list. It's, it's not real. Let's keep it funky, Watts. We were the only ones that did. We're I know. The only that's ones. why I don't be well, Listen. We're the only ones that salute the JR Ryder. We're the only ones that salute the Elzai. Like, these niggas are not getting talked about. <laughs> I'm glad we do a show where we know we can talk about certain things that other people are not talking about. We're not, and we don't care about other niggas' lists. Don't get it twisted, y'all. We just look to see what other people are talking about. <laughs> and not to have a graph on the list. I, I will say this. It's bugged out. I will say this. What you have so God in your top 11. What do you think yes, is no, about his album that resonated with so many people that she made the list and other artists who you believed dropped projects as good as his which just Euro stepped over? Yeah. I, listen, the 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 stove god talk, obviously stove god, he does give you that stove talk, right? And he does it at a at a he does it real great, right? Now, am I going to say, I mean, I, we've heard this talk from Pusha T, Jeezy, yada, 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 right? Don't get me wrong. Stove God is dope. I rock with Stove God heavy, right? But I was also the same one saying he, I felt he should have dropped another project. What saved him also, and I think he's getting a lot of credit for the three verses he had on West Side Gun's album when he had solid verses. And let's call, let's call it what it is. It does help when you have the Rock Nation people co-signing you so it's easy for guys like b-dots to to put out there that you know he has you in the the top albums i just find it wild that across the board i'm looking at other people's um list and store of god is on there how come grass is not on niggas list voice is not on niggas list what are we talking about ransom like i got a problem with ransom not being on on a lot of you niggas list especially once again joe by the podcast was surprised well no no shout out to shout out to parks Parks did have Ransom on his particular list, though. But, you know, it is what it is, Watts, you know. Um, and and not, and here's the thing. Well, hold mm-hmm. on. Okay. okay. I, I just I just don't – you you can see in hip-hop how a narrative can, can start. Because if you base 2020 and, and on those lists, you know, you would you would think, wow, must God must be, you know – the breakout star of 2020 when I wouldn't put him over what Fleetwood did. I couldn't put him over what Fleetwood mm. did. Mm. Fleetwood put mm. out more projects, 
put out projects as good as his. I mean, he got at least three. So it's just, to me, I see the politics in it. I see the affiliation with Rock Nation. I see when a high-profile person, um, I do not believe certain people when they say they have Stove God on their list. I don't believe you. <clears throat> but, you know, salute to him and, and, and you know, thank God for Pierce hey. Hip Hop, man. We're going we gonna, we gonna to give you Shane Noor. We're going to give you Ransom. We're going to give you other people that none of y'all going to listen to because y'all don't listen to facts. So. And, and, and shame on me, Watson. I'm going to say, I'm going to keep it real to our, to our audience. We're never going to front audience. Um, shame on me because I'm the big Sky Zoo guy here. And shame on me for not having that man's projects in my list. I, I feel very, I'm disappointed in myself. It's got to be real with y'all. You know what I mean? But you know what? You know why I say that? Because somebody asked me on Twitter yesterday. Are you on Watson? Like, how much do you guys say? Like, I don't know. The, the question was kind of phrased like, do we sit down and be like, oh, we're going to disagree on things? And I'm like, my nigga, are you serious right now? Our shit is so authentic. It ain't even fucking funny to the point. Watson will beat me to the point and say this all the time. Yo, I'm going to save my boss for the show. He don't even like sometimes telling me nothing before how he feels. No, I'm going to save my boss for the show. That's his favorite line. So, Shout out to you, to the nigga that said that, because that makes me know that me and my bros do something right. If you think that we sitting here on something like, no, nigga, we have an opinion about hip-hop. We've balked on each other. We've, we've agreed on each other. We've, um, nah, I'm not feeling that. You're feeling that. That's how it is. Watts got J.R. right on his list. I don't. I had Elza on the list. He don't. So it's never going to be on that type of time. Sometimes, sometimes we meet at the crossroads. Sometimes we don't meet at the crossroads. Both of us was not into Nas' album. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So that's where that has come from, man. Let me ask you this. Clubhouse. I see a lot of people asking, are we going to get go on Clubhouse? I think for you and I, it'd be a great idea for me and you to do that. People hear our conversations on there, right? You never know who's listening. I'm always going to subscribe to that theory. And I just feel like no one talks Roy about like you and I. Well, that's neither end or there. Um, Meek Mill was on there recently. He's been on there a lot of times. Wow. He's really, Meek really seems to... Um, like Clubhouse for whatever reason it is, right? And the conversation he had on there was Philly artists. Now, you and I both know Jada Kiss from back in the day, home of, you know, Philly, the um, home of the Spitters. How much love you have for Black Thought. How much love you and I have for Eve. We've, we've acknowledged Eve's Scorpion album over Drake's Scorpion album. Um, so, you know, Beans, Freeway, let's go to Will Smith. Yes, let's keep it talk. Um, so it is what it is. RJ Payne right now, we rock with Heavy and stuff. The conversation was like Meek basically doesn't do a lot for Philly. And Meek was saying to the point, like, it's kind of hard because if I go pick this side of, of people to work with, y'all get mad at him. So he's caught in a no-win situation, who he supports, who he posts. And it's just like we're in an era of if you're not posting my man Sting up there, I'm looking at him like he's a hater or he's a person that's supporting me. And if you like Philly wants me to do a lot of stuff that – Personally, can you really take care of the whole damn city, the city of Philadelphia? What's your take on Meek Mill being the person that Philly's looking like he should take care of South Philly, North Philly, wherever, you know what I mean? West Philly, you know? I feel all artists, I feel all artists who come from a city who make it big, they are burdened with now you have to put the whole city on. So I don't think this is new to Meek. I think a lot of artists go with the same thing. I think Nas had to deal with it when he was with Queensbridge. You remember when Nas put out that QB album, basically had to put everybody on? It's like yes. when artists, when artists, um, by the way, I like that album. Sorry, I like that album. Um, 
Meek, feel, Meek to me is in a normal situation with it because this is what I'll ask. <laughs> O'Malley, besides O'Malley, who are the Philly artists that you feel Meek has put on his albums? He's broken. For example, you see, we know for a fact, we know for a fact that uh, when 50 came out, he took Yayo and Banks. And and put yes. them on and made a group with them mm-hmm. and then gave them like he we, he did that. Who yep. has Meek done that with from Philly? That's a good question that I that obviously I'm not I'm not deep rooted into the Philly scene right now. You dig what I'm saying? But I do listen to Meek's albums. I think Meek in the conversation it seems like he 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 does he might go on features or sign dudes I guess here and there. Or it seems more like a posting thing. Like, okay, Watson, you're from Philly, so I'm going to post something on the gram and say, okay, Watson is from Philly. Uh, y'all, you know, post on it and say, yeah, I'm, I'm really rocking out to Watson stuff, uh, holding out Philly and everything right now. Young boy, I right, doing this thing. Y'all, y'all show love to him. Follow him on Instagram, yada, 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 right? So he goes into that conversation. So Meek has where people, he has fans where now, okay, they go on Meek's page and see who's who the hell is Watson. Then they follow you and go listen to your music. So I guess... A lot of people want him to do that more. Well, I don't know. It's 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 weird to me. It's weird to me. I wouldn't I wouldn't depend on Meek. So and like Meek said, no one in Philly put him on. Ross put him on. Ross was the one that that gave the green light, man. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree. I'm gonna disagree with Meek, and I'm gonna tell you why. When he said no one in Philly put him on, Ross put him on. Okay, didn't Ti sign him first before Ti went to jail? That's a fact. He that said really he, that wasn't true. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. Okay, to you. so that wasn't true. Okay, that. that wasn't true. So here's what. I, okay, so here's what. I, boy, yeah. For, okay, let me just say this. I do want to get on Clubhouse. I just have to get my. I have to get an upgrade on my Apple iPad, which I'm going to do very soon because I want to be on mm. Clubhouse. I do to have these conversations. So you know, like how me and you are talking right now, we can just invite yeah. people and Facts. to Facts. have these kind of discussions. So I'm yep. with that. Yep. Um, I remember watching Meek on the come up, right? I remember watching Meek on the come up, and there was an artist who was more known than him. His name was Gilly the Kid. I remember Gilly the Kid did the Amelie Freestyle, and he was like, yo, we got this hot young spitter from Philly. His name is Meek Mills. He's in the streets. He's moving. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put him on here. So Gilly the Kid put Meek Mills, who was making his name for battle rapping, on to give him exposure. So I guess if you look at someone like Gilly, who worked with all Philly artists, who's always rapping with people, I could see how somebody from Philly would be like, yo, Meek, what are you doing? Like, if I was in Clubhouse and Meek was saying that to me, I'd be like, yo, hold up for a second. Gilly, Gilly tried to shine some light on you, brother, when you was just on the corners battle rapping with your dreads. Like, where are we, go- where are we going with this? So that's what I would have said. Now, is it pressure, you think, on an artist if you're from a particular city and you got on and you're large and people see you through the city and they supported you, whether it's through merch or copying your CDs or, you know, showing you love in, in the city and everything like that, being supportive of you, of whatever movement you got going on? Are you entitled to snatch guys from the neighborhood and get them out and, and put them on? Is that an entitlement? No, you, you, you're not entitled. you're not entitled to do that. And I just feel that's a burden on on 
on rappers. I think that's an unfair burden on rappers because, first of all, let's be clear. The first priority when you get any kind of anything in life is your family, right? Like, you've got to take care of your family, your immediate family. And then once you take care of your immediate family, then there's extended family that might need help too. So you're saying, forget all that, go straight to everybody else. Um, I, but, but I will say this. I am – I would wish someone would follow up on that. Nobody in Philly put me on. Ross put me on. Like, Ross was the big star to put you on because Ross was, was a big star at the time. But you made a name for yourself. Ross came to you because you, you had made enough of a name for yourself. You remember the infamous video when he came out of jail and he was did that freestyle with Cassidy and Jack? Yes, facts, factual. You know what I'm saying? So he 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 had a so here's my thing though. Why is he saying the Ti thing ain't true? So what happened with Ti? Ti clearly was interested in you, and you already had you already recorded with him. Yeah, but the way Meek was talking, Watts, it was more like that wasn't really. It was not saying it was it was fabricated, but it wasn't all the way he said he said it. And I'm paraphrasing right now. He, and when he said that, I was like, wow. So all that was not true. You know what I mean? I know Meek also has had a situation. Um, what's the brother's name? Poundside Pop, I think his name is, from Philly, who said, you know, Meek has nothing for the city, this, that, and the third. But a lot of stuff Meek was saying, though, man, and, you know, I'm gonna be, and I'm going to say this also, man, 21 Savage. I'm pretty sure you did not listen to me and watching all asses on this show. I'm pretty sure you don't know who the hell we are. Probably not listen to this shit one time. But, sir, I think you need to have a podcast. I think dudes like 21 Savage, I like the way 21 Savage articulates himself and the way he speaks um, when he talks to the, to, to, um, to the youth. And I think a lot of the young boys will, will, take, will listen to him. You know what I mean? And he doesn't really talk from an ignorant standpoint when he talks. He talks of a person that's, all right, I've been on the streets. I know what it is. I'm successful now. I'm out of that. And I think he will... If you want to use the word motivate the young boys, but I think he's a very good represent representative of a person that the young boys are listening to, and that's Twenty One Savage. I got to shout out Twenty One Savage. I believe he should definitely do a podcast. You know what I mean? That's on that man. Um, what what are we expecting? Are there any projects you're expecting for Twenty Twenty One? Anybody in particular you want to hear from in Twenty Twenty One? So let, let let me just say this, man. I am so enthusiastic, so happy about the collaboration with Ransom and Spech. I just saw an IG post where Spech said, yo, Ransom, we gonna kill everybody in 2021. And let me just say this, that trust movement, that that has me excited for 2021 <clears throat> to the point. Let me, tell you how, let me tell you how excited I am by it. I'm at this point, I'd rather hear Spech and Rand than Spech and Benny. I could dig that. I could dig that. I could dig that. Now, now, here's the, now here's the thing. You have some people say, okay, well, I feel you on that. But as Spech and Rand, they haven't given us a stabbing shot yet that you guys here in Peace and Hip Hop deemed as, well, as one of four and a half mic project now. You know what I'm saying? We were heavy on that. Is it hard to say that right now when when we haven't got a stabbing shot yet? When Benny and Benny and Special could be like, listen, I gave y'all a stabbing shot. You know, this is this is some crack. You know what I'm saying? Because I think Benny and um Special 
have had better collaborations than Benny and Conway. Oh, I know people say, Job, but I'm the window three. No, I'm not. Y'all ain't listening, right? Y'all ain't listening, right? Uh, let me just say that, that that might be a jump out the window, man, because I think all the no, birds are phenomenal, man. I think I think if you take the best songs with Benny and Conway on there and you just take the best ten, that's a stabbing shot right there. I think they have five mic collaborations. Ah, uh, but see, no, no, that's no, just no, no. We're saying, if we, say, so we're saying if we take though, and listen, I've been saying this for two years on this show, maybe maybe longer than that. Why hasn't Benny and Conway do a whole project together? Why? Uh, but dogs, they got, let me just say this. That's weird to say, and here's why it's weird. How, dude? They got so much music together. Like together. Sam, I'm not talking about I'm not talking on. about Conway Dogs. I'm not talking about Conway having a verse, right? And then Benny come out of the crib and he's like, Yo, son, you drop a verse on this. I'm talking about them two niggas locking so in I, right, you a better and do ten drinks. So let me give you a better example. What would better Machine example. Gun do? It's basically Conway and Benny. Think oh, that's right. Oh, you know what? You know what? Let's have real talk today. Let's have real talk today. Okay. Okay. What, okay. What project? Okay. What project do you say, sir? What will Machine Gun do? Or I gotta be honest, um, Griselda. I gotta be honest, Griselda. We got real talk. I give you niggas four mics and I should not have. Yeah, watch. I'm saying it right now. I gave them niggas four mics and I'm not sure if that project deserves four mics. I'm gonna keep it a stack. If you go back and listen, it just seemed like verses niggas had. Hey, Wax, come through, lay a, lay a verse, my nigga. This was not a four mic project to me. When is the last time you go back and listen to that project? So the I'm point I was making was, so the point I was making was, Benny and Conway have so much music together, and I highlighted the fact that what what were Machine Gun do? They're on every song together, basically on that. So there's enough Benny and Conway stuff out there. So I don't even think in my yeah, mind yeah, I need yeah, a Benny. You know what, You're right. But are any of them joints on the album? Right, let me ask you this question then. The joints on that project with Benny and Conway or the joints with Benny and Special and Stabbing Shot, you got what, sir? I have Benny's. I have, I have, I have a clean sweep of 30-piece of Stabbing Shot against what Moon Machine going to do. That's no disrespect. Listen. Listen. I love Dirty Needles, fire. Um, if niggas want to go, I know because I know the comic boys, right, what they doing right now, watch. They're going on the bottom and giving us all the Benny and Conway drinks. I know how. I Which is great. Do. Listen, I, right. listen, I, listen, Spurs 1, 2, and 3 are staffed and shot level collaborations. Will you agree to that? Uh, At least Spurs 1, 2, and 3. Uh, listen, I'm not disputing that fire, watch. But I still feel sad. That's I, what I'm I, saying. I can get so, two drinks. And that's that. Hard, but I know I can get two drinks. I definitely, all right, Dirty Needles to me is high. Now, see, Dirty Needles is, is the creme de la creme with Benny and Conway. So, it's, for me. But tell me, tell me, tell me, it's way more than that. It's way more than that. They, they, they to me, to me, I'm not someone who's like, I need to hear more Benny and Conway. I have so much Benny and Conway. I mean, I have like this 50-song thing with Benny and Conway, like, so that's not the issue. So, what I'm saying. No, I'm not. I think you're looking. I'm looking at more like I know they're locking in with their their, their brains together. I always feel like when the niggas work together, it's like okay, I have a joint laid in laid in the cut, drop a verse. That's why I feel sometimes with them because niggas be moving around doing their own thing so much. 
You know what I mean? And, and, and that's what I'm thinking. I think they are moving around, doing their own thing, and I like it. They're spreading their wings. Like I said, for example, um, on the new Uncle Murder, Conway got his own song with Uncle Murder. Vinny got his own song with Uncle Murder. Freddie Uncle gives Murder said, yo, let me just get both of y'all and put y'all on the same song. He gives individually. Gives it the same thing, though. You don't have to look at them. They, they are, to me, they have established themselves as their own individual artists. They haven't? I, I'm, you can see it. I'm, I'm, most definitely. Most definitely. All I'm saying, okay, sometimes you can come back to the table. You're right. Niggas separated for a little bit, do their own thing. We, we still collaborate on joints, no doubt. But I would like to hear them lock in with a Darren just have, you know, and especially some beats. Like just them two on ten tracks. It's Conway and Benny. Benny. Westside could be on two tracks. Just them two. Nobody else. No okay. guest appearances. Okay. No I, I, Gerda, I'm just going to say this. No, none of that. All right. I'm just going to say this. To me, I'm not, I, that's fair. That's, that's, that's what you want to hear. That's, that's cool. Um, I'm not even, my mind's not even thinking that. Because I I hear them so much on so many songs, like I don't feel like man I haven't heard Benny and Conway in a song together. I just I, I just don't feel that way at all. And like I told you, what makes me about, lit? I would like Sheik Luch to drop another album this year. I want I want Sheik Luch to drop another project this year. We'll talk. Okay, I mean, okay, I okay. I'm gonna I have to ask you this because it's clearly been getting a lot of talk in the hip hop circles, and I want to get your take on it. Mm-hmm. So, um. Eminem and Snoop basically are having this back and forth that I believe somebody in the culture is going to get them together and, and, and piece it up. But you know what? They don't have to piece it up. You know what I'm saying? Let Eminem get his bars off. Snoop definitely got his bars off. So Eminem threw a light jab at Snoop after Snoop, with all his, you know, used it. His, Eminem did these two interviews where he basically said why he took a shot at Snoop. So Snoop. Under the IG comments, and somebody asked him, Snoop, you're going to respond to what Eminem said. And Eminem and Snoop said, not that weak-ish. You know what I'm saying? Basically, Snoop is feeling himself saying, you know, that wasn't even worthy of a response. Eminem's light jab. So do you think... There's going to be a mutual party who immediately gets in and, and says, come on, everybody, let's hold hands, let's kiss and make up. Of course. And, and no one's allowed to have that of feeling. Of course. It's, I'm surprised Dr. Dre hasn't intervened. I'm thinking he'd be the person to do that. I'm thinking Dr. Dre would be the end of No, I'm not going to lie to you, though, son. It does suck that Snoop and Emma beef. I, I, that says, come on, man. Snoop and Emma and them going back and forth. But to me, whack. I don't think it's beef. And I think Emma basically was like, M, 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 I mean, Snoop basically said Emma's not going to, it's not in his top 10, right? So M, M explained it. M was like, look, he had KRS, he had Kane, he had these classic albums. So, yeah, I didn't have a problem with Six. He said it was the tone and the way, the way yes, Snoop said it was such a dismissive way, like. But see, right. that's so he, underrated. Yeah. That's underrated in hip hop and, and anything, when it's sports or anything like that. Um, that's well, if, if, the tone. It's how you say this shit, my nigga. Okay, you don't like something, but if you're degrading it, there's a lot of projects and artists you and I don't like. But we could say a lot of foul-ish, but we don't. We're conscious enough to know, keep it, try to keep it, try to keep it as professional as we can be. Like, okay, we don't like something, but we're not gonna say, oh, you effing trash, you effing garbage, one yourself. We don't have, we don't talk like that. But 
it's okay, but I just don't like seeing Eminem and Snoop who have been on records together. That's another thing. When y'all do tracks together, and now it's this and not now. Do I have a problem with Snoop saying Eminem is not his top ten? No, I don't. Eminem, I love Eminem, but Eminem wasn't even in my top twenty. You had Eminem in your in your top ten. You get what I'm saying? I had him in my top. I had him in my top five. Top five for himself. You know what I'm saying? You got him in top five. So it's like, you know. Hey, but but it's a, it's a tone though. If Snoop was saying that with undertone, like like I'm trash, and you're saying it with a, a snicker in your face, you're yeah, trying to yeah, downgrade yeah. me. So, so to that's, me, that's, that's so to me, I feel Eminem. I felt Eminem honestly should have went harder at Snoop because this well, he didn't really want now. to though. With, he didn't but really see, want but, to but, but, but but him not doing this, Snoop already went down there and basically now said that's weak ish. You know what I'm saying? All right, so like he, uh, he's so are being more dismissive. Are you saying M? Are you saying M? If you're gonna respond, respond hard. Don't don't come with light jabs. Just come out. Don't the gate come swing. with a light jab. With Snoop is right. With Snoop is gonna really get more. Use a right, more a, 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 a tone. Like like, give him some real bars. Like give Snoop some right. real bars. Like M nah, to give like Snoop a real bars. You want to give you take over Ether? You want to give you one of those? Second round, not no. Like no, 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 man. A light jab is a light jab. You don't gotta, you don't gotta go all in. He could have just said, "I've never had anybody write my rhymes for me, Snoop." So before you put it down to me, man, write your own rhymes. Like, and 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 what people say, Snoop literally runs around bragging. He smoke wrote that for me. Oh man, Jay Z. Still drained for me because I I have writer's block and he's all he's all running around bragging about having all these people write for him, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, could just be like, yo, my man, chill, write your own miles before you even come at me, and that's all he had would have had to say. That's 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 my that's all I'm saying. Since we since we since we talking some West Coast stuff, oh wait, go ahead. Let's be real though. Do we do we really want to see Emma and Snoop having a back and forth though? Yes. I do. Do we know? Do we really want to see Eminem Snoop have a lyrical warfare though in the booth? Oh, oh, oh! I'm glad we're on this now because this could segue straight to another thing. Yeah, this is this is where Clubhouse would be crazy. Did you see Benzino talking about Eminem? <laughs> Did you have, 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 have oh, you how that has the domino effect that it's had? Because now I'm going to. Uh, Benzino's lives that he's done in the past couple of days, and he is going in on M, and he is giving Royce really going in on Royce to five now. He's really going on Ryan. Give, give, give the people, give the he's people, really give going the people in the backstory. Give the people the backstory that might not be familiar. Not everybody might not be familiar. So Benzino, so uh, Benzino just did a half an hour interview. And um, it's circulating on YouTube where he did a half an hour interview on a uh, on a show, and on that show they they talked about Eminem, and he was basically Plug like the Eminem show, is whack. Plug the show. How are you gonna tell the people the show without the Queen Slip show, man? Okay. So he was on that show, and he said that um, Eminem was whack, and. Queen Slip kept trying to say, well, you didn't like this song. You didn't like Nail in the Coffin. You didn't like 
anything. He came back. He was like, no, it's all whack. He talked about the Eminem set, and then he started doing deep dives. They actually went did deep dives into the album. He was like, yo, the Eminem show was whack. Uh, can you name five songs you like? So Queens Flip was trying to name songs, and every time he'd say a song, Benson was like, yo, that song was whack, and just like, completely dismissing it. Then he brought in Royce the Five Nines, man. He was like, when Royce the Five Nine did Bad Meets Evil album with Eminem, it sold 600,000 copies his first week, something, an insane amount of records, right? A lot. And then four weeks later, Royce comes out with an album, and it doesn't sell anywhere near that much. So Ben Zeno was trying to highlight the fact that Eminem basically just has white fans that do not care about hip-hop at all, and they only support his music. So Royce, that triggered Royce. So Royce went on the IG rant against him, and then they had a back and forth on Twitter, on IG, and then then Benzino went on his live and started calling Royce a sample, a coon, like really, really going in on him. I hate and then Royce goes to IG. Like you got to go coon bag, then, though, Benzino, really? I mean, come on. Then Royce, cool. then Royce goes on his IG and puts, <laughs> puts up a video of Benzino basically with no shirt on, singing in auto-tune. And, boy, everybody was clowning him. So then, then Benzino responds, yeah, but your mother likes it. So you can see this, this complete disrespect right now based on Benzino's uh, interview with Queen's Lip going on with Royce and Benzino and Benzino and Eminem. What is your overall take on this? Three Letterman. I think I watch the same thing you watch. And Benzino still has this disdain for Eminem still in 2020. Um, I found it funny also when he told this story about Jimmy Iovine and him having a um, a, a powwow or sitting down and chat or dinner discussing them not putting out the um, the, the race, what are called racist um, remarks that Eminem had made or whatever towards black people or whatever at the time. They spoke about that, and you got into that bag. Um, it's funny because you and I spoke about doing an Eminem project. We've asked, we did Eminem appreciation, and we asked the, the supporters in the, the common voice, what project would you like us to revisit? And, and if memory serves me, serves me right, wasn't there a large contention of people saying they wanted to do the Eminem show? Yes. And that's the and that was the album that Benzino was like was straight trash. Yo. Well, we're still doing that, that Benzino. I'm sorry, hey Benzino, we're still gonna revisit that album, buddy. I, I'm sorry to tell you that Benzino, you can sit there and say it's trash, but me and Watson definitely at some point in this year are going to definitely revisit the Eminem show. Just to let you know, brother, and Marshall Mathers this year also. So let's now, on that. now I have bars for Benzino, and I have serious bars because now I'm triggered. You know, one of the disses that he claims he was dissing Voice to Five Nine is basically when he called Voice to Five Nine nerd rap. Mm-hmm. That this this saying where quote unquote hood street dudes are calling lyricism nerd rap is really, really bothers me. When I say it bothers me, it bothers me a whole lot. Royce Five Nine is one of the illest MCs who's ever graced the planet Earth. I mean, if you just think about a song called "Boom" with DJ Premier, right? You remember that song? 
three, when you were listening to Boom, in your mind, are you thinking, man, this is some nerdy sounding hip hop? Did that no. go into your mind? The very what first time I heard Boom, I I played it and it was on repeat. After from the first time I heard Boom, it was on repeat. On repeat. Why? What? And and, and I remember Fred Joe Star said some of the same thing. That's like nerd rap. What? What do guys think nerd rap is? Because it's getting me confused. Because the farthest thing from someone like what's the thought not is one of the illest rhyme speakers. Like he's ill sick with wordplay, delivery, rawness. If you get into the bar exams, how does the word nerd and being a dead ass nice MC even come into play? So what's next? Is Big L a nerd MC? Like what is a no, nerd I, MC? You know what it is? You know what it is? And this is this is a great conversation to have right now. I like this conversation. Now, this is going to a lot of good places now. This is now where you're going to have gangster rap versus what? Do we, what? Do we, what are they, what's the other terminology? Watch backpack rap. Um, now here's my question: Is backpack rap and allegedly nerd rap do they sit at the table together, or is dudes that's not from the streets labeled dudes that are just? Backpackers and do 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 people that use big words. That's what I'm saying. Are we shortchanging ourselves? Also, now I'm getting deep right now. Are we shortchanging ourselves now? Hip hop, where if a rapper uses his vocabulary is extended, right? He's not and he's educated and he's throwing certain certain things in his rhymes and everything. If you want to say dropping gems, if you want to go in that bag, right? Are we labeling labeling that person a nerd rapper? But what does that also say about us though? That we're not talking gangster rap. So- that so, nerd. so let me ask you something. So let me ask you a question. If I say this, I bomb atomically Socrates' philosophy Woo! and high prophecies can't define how I be dropping these. Do that, I, is that a nerd rapping to you right now? Do I sound no, like no, a nerd? No. Okay, of no. course not. It sounds like, yo, that's the ill rhyme scheme you just kicked, right? That's what that sounds what? like. When I hear Benzino on the flip side, but on the flip side, if brothers who are not rapping like that or has that kind of um, those kind of raps, kind of those kind of words in their raps, right? Do guys who use those words in their raps and to look down on the brothers who can't rap in that type of rhyme form? So the question is, then you guys are supposed to hate it, Rakim? Because first of all, Rakim didn't curse. He didn't even use profanity right. in his early rhymes. He was dropping knowledge in his rhymes. But I used to call out him dropping knowledge, but it's not nerd rap. How can you affiliate someone like Worst of Five Nine with nerd rap? Like, Benzino, it makes me question everything you listen to in hip-hop. If you consider Worst of Five Nine nerd stuff, because that means you ain't never listened to Bar Exam in your life. You ain't even listened to none of that. Just, like, I can't even, and let me tell you, and it pisses me off, man, when Fred Joe Star said that. Yeah, that's that nerve. What what does that mean? I really need to know what does that mean? If you don't rap like DMX, you're a nerd? This is what I'm trying to figure out. You have to rap with DMX's vocabulary. But, or but watch. if you sound the, like but hold on. But on the flip side, do the brothers that listen to Uncle Murder, right? That like Lenny Grant's project, right? Or all right, the guys like who me? doesn't rap hold on, the guys who don't like all right, pardon me, what I'm what I meant to say. The guys who don't like Uncle Murder's raps, right? And they would lean towards a dead prez. They would lean more to our common. They would lean more to a roots, right? 
um, where they're not really spitting the same type of bars and stuff like that, right, and talking about the same kind of stories. Do those guys look at the guys that Uncle Murder is not an MC because he's not saying words like Socrates' philosophies and stuff like that? Do they, do they look down? Do the miracle lyrical rappers look down on the brothers who don't rap like that? So I think there's always going to be a fight no. in hip-hop where it's the gangster no, rappers. No, they versus, don't. You know what I mean? But I'm going to say no, they don't. Because I, I never hear rappers who are in that lane who ever degrade and talk down on hardcore hip-hop. I never hear them say that. It's, it's guys like Benzino, Fred Joe Starr, and they're using it wrong. Like, what's the they like, are rapping? They are. One of the things about rapping is you want to get ill with it, with your pen, with your wordplay, with your delivery, with your skin. Like, that matters. So, you know, and then Benzino said something. You don't got no song better than Rock the Party. We could do a versus. They clowned him on that. Hey, Benzino. Hey, Benzino. Benzino. What's the Let me get Archie Bunker Award, my nigga. You're bugging, Benzino. Get out of here, man. Come on. Yo, Benzino, what's the 5-9? Allegory album is nominated for a Grammy. Supposed to be celebrated in hip-hop. Yet you running around calling him a nerd rapper? And, 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 and all this other stuff? Yo, I'm sorry, man. Nerd rap talk really, really bothers me. Because well, it makes me wonder, what do these MCs think about other hip-hop? What like what well, so you this is why this is why I'm glad we do a show together because for every Lenny Grant song we talk about we can talk about Black Thought we can talk about Royce we can talk about Griselda we can talk about Crooked Eye we can talk about different chambers of music different whether it's gangster rap street rap whether it's country whatever 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 how you want to label it now in hip hop do you think it's fair that we label lyrics to a certain genre? I, I think I think the labels hurt. I think the labels hurt hip hop because you get stereotyped and typecast, and 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 people and people don't understand. So, for example, to Pepper Butterfly, a a conscious album for Kendrick, right? Yes. And then they call yes. the Chronic in Doggy Style gangster rap. Yes. But yes. The, the thing is, they, you know what they all have in common? They're great West Coast albums. They're great hip-hop albums. But when you categorize them and stereotype them, people like Benzino who like, oh, that's nerd rap. I don't want to hear that. He's only going to want to hear the chronic and doggy style. And then if I say, well, what about 93 to infinity? So to mischief, what they mm-hmm. rapping? Mm-hmm. That rap, Benzino? Like, you know what I'm saying? Or if I say right. Bizarre Ride with the Far Side, is that nerd rap to you, Benzino? Because you can only listen to just uh, Doggy Style and The Chronic. You can't listen to no other kind of West Coast hip-hop. Right. I mean, he's doing a disservice mm. and embarrassing hip-hop the way he's talking. Like he's doing a, an embarrassing hip-hop talking like this. This well, is a vibe watch, hip-hop. Watch, let's, watch, let's be clear. He's embarrassed himself when you and I was buying the sauce, and he's trying to. When, when, we, when he sat there telling Queens Flip, he wanted to give um, Eminem show a two and a half mics or some shit like that. That's oh, he crazy, said it was two mics. Yo, and, and we'll show. Well, well Benzino, hold on, hold on, Benzino. We will, leave it, leave it to me and Watson. Hold on, Benzino, leave it to me and Watson to tell the people why we not jacking the two mics you're talking about, brother. We'll explain to the people 
Why? You can't just say that and think that's going to be, we're just going to let you ride on that. And that's funny that Flip had him on the show after you and I did an appreciation talking about Eminem. That's funny how it works in hip-hop. But, hey, we'll clean that up, though. You know what I mean? We'll clean that up. I can't, you know, it is what it is, man. <laughs> I don't know. Shout out to Queen Slip, though, man. It was a very, you know, Benzino, let it go, though, brother. Benzino, we never rocked, Benzino, we never rocked with your music, fam. Me and Watson have done 90s appreciation, 2000 appreciation. I mean, we've, we've acknowledged y'all, but we in conversation, but to break down your music, I mean, this nigga's never sat down and be like, yo, son, well, we're going to break down this RSO project, almighty RSO project. I know you're screaming, you're from Boston, the racist city. I get it, I get it, but, you know, but musically, fam, we wasn't really rocking with you like that, dogs. He wasn't like hey, L.O.G. and Bulldogs. And Benzino, can you please tell me, and Benzino, can you please tell me what you identify with? It's a simple question. Are you black? Because you keep saying, I'm Puerto Rican and Cape Verdean. What exactly does that mean? Yeah, it is. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. You do not know Boston. But we do know Boston got mad Verdians, though. Let's keep it real. Heavy, heavy. No, but my... the land of the Verdians. He's saying he's Puerto Rican and Cape Verdean. And Amber Rose, they also ask Amber Rose, what are you? And she goes, I'm Cape Verdean. What does that mean? Guess what? I'm American. (laughs) Right? Right? If you ask me what I am, do I answer the question saying, well, I'm American? (laughs) No, I'm black. So the question is, you know, what... What are you talking about? I'm Puerto Rican and Cape Verdean. Either are you black or not? How do you identify, man? Because you're taking on the black yeah. struggle with the way you're talking about Eminem. You're taking on that mantle, but then when somebody asks you what you are, you give, you're telling me something else. Yo, man, he's an embarrassment right now. Straight up and down. He's an embarrassment. Sounds crazy, man. Oh, and to man. me, his argument, he could have went on with his argument. But once he started going in, oh, what's the problem? Nah, that's nerve rap. Yo, dog, my man. Yeah, that was whack. That was, that was terrible. Running. That was just terrible. This man did a full up ginger premiere called Prime, yeah. and you calling that nerve rap? Yo, dog, right. then that means you just represent all hip hop as nerve rap. Well, could you not well, hold, 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 hold on. Peep, peep game. Look how they're trying to put trap music. Like, to me, if you want to use the word trap music, trap music's been here forever. It's been here forever in hip hop. Melly Mel spoke, spoke about the trap, did he not? So to me, it's like the trap talk's always been there, but now we just, for some reason, within the last years in the culture now, we've taken when brothers speak about um, drug houses and stuff like that and where they pumping the pumping it with a stash at and where they pumping the drugs at and all that, where people are coming to cop. Now we call that the trap, and now we call that trap music. It's funny how that works. But well, yeah, I thought, you know, that, was more, I thought that was more of a, I thought that was more of a sound. Of a of a of a, of a, of, a, of beat selection that they rap over. It is, but like you it said, is, it is. But but here's the thing: Juicy wise. J and Three Six Mafia, Juicy J and Three Six Mafia were rapping over those beats in the '90s. So it ain't, that that's yes. not even new. Even those kind of beats are not new. So that's my point. When you um, stereotype hip hop or put it in the category, it, it it changes everything. For example, if I say mumble rap, you're going to think it's a rap that can't be understood. Like, we don't understand what they're saying, right? But yep. I understand what they're saying. You know, Young Thug did one song where he was sounds where you couldn't understand what he was saying, and all of a sudden, it's mumble rap. But then, these mumble rappers are singing in auto-tune. So does mumble rap mean no rap at all? You just sing in auto-tune? 
Is that what mumble rap means? Because yeah, you know, that's what you was doing on on your song. <laughs> you was doing mumble mm-hmm. rap, Benzino. You was singing an auto tune like you was D'Angelo do, doing a butt naked song, man, looking crazy. <laughs> There's nothing hip hop about what you put out there. There's nothing hip hop. Yo, I'm uh, telling you, B, I'm upset about that shit. Like calling, calling, calling <laughs> voices, music, nerd. Like, you know, is introspection nerd hip hop to you? On the book no, of Ryan, man, not, I man. was introspection nah, about growing up and about telling the story. I, I'm, so the wrong person, I'm the wrong person to ask that when I come from an era that's just. Every everything was in one gumbo part of my face. I had a deluxe, I had uh, the luxury of listening to gangster music, conscious rap, whatever you want to label it. You know what I'm saying? All at I the just, same time. You know, and, yeah, and did not know time, so. you were supposed to pick and choose. I didn't know I couldn't yes, like that, that part also. Rap and public enemies and X Clan at the same time. I didn't know part, if I liked X Clan that I couldn't like G Rap Road to the Riches of Streets of New York because I'm listening yeah. to X Clan. Or I'm listening to Burn Hollywood Burn, and I'm listening to political rap yeah. by Chuck D. That oh my God, I'm listening to political rap by Chuck D. So now I can't listen to Niggas for Life because of course yeah, that, that. I can't. This one is nerd rap. <laughs> let me tell you Yo. something, boy. You older than me. You know what I'm talking about? When Killer Rock came out, he was coming out with nothing but ill big words. That first song is yours. Commentating, illustrating, description. Those are, he was dropping big words in '84. That must be nerve rap to you, Benzino. You're a clown, Benzino. I'm sorry, man. That nerve shit, it hurts me. Because you use the absolute worst MC. He used Worst of Five Nines as an example of nerve rap. You two friends of Star, you clown ass nigga. Yo, let's go here. Let's go here, right quick. Let's go here. Let's go here. Um, did you see the back? Did you see the LL Cool J and Q-Tip in the lab? No, nah, it looks like are we going to join from them? I think LL has a diss track from what the streets are saying coming at Freddie Gibbs because Mr. Gibbs has taken shots at LL throughout the years. Did you see the snippet with Q-Tip and James Todd Smith? Ladies love Cool James. Yes, I did. Now, if there's a Freddie Gibbs diss track, I'm very happy for it. It needs to be done. <laughs> Q-Tip and LL in the lab, it just meant two legendary figures were in the lab together. I didn't think anything about, oh, man, this is going to be some music coming from here. That, I did not think that. I just, I just was like, okay, LL and Q-Tip in the lab together. Um, this is not 1991, 92, or 93. If it was, then I'd be like, man. Hold on, talk about that, <laughs> that would have been different. dope, though. That that would have been dope. Absolutely. That absolutely. Absolutely. But I will say this: if there is a Freddie Gibbs diss, hell, I hope it's good. Because if it's not, Freddie Gibbs is going to meme you and clown you on social media for the rest <laughs> of this year. I mean, he's nah, really he gotta rap, going he to rap. No, nah, he got to rap. He got to rap. No, 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 no. He got to rap. So I'm Freddie hoping. I'm hoping that it's good enough where. Freddie got to rap. He doesn't just clown you about it. No, see, no, 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 no. Hey, Freddie Gibbs, listen to me, man. If and when LL drops his diss track, my nigga, the memes is cute and everything, but it's hip-hop, my guy. I know whenever where the memes and the trolling is fine, you can go on Instagram and crack jokes, but you have to go in the lab, dude. 
I'm not with all that. You have to go in the lab. I'm, I'm cut from that call. So, you so why are you lab. saying that? Why are you saying that? And get you one to one. And and so why are you allow fifty to not respond to Meek when when Meek and fifty when Meek gave fifty bars and fifty just memed him? Or fifty. I never liked that. Him. I he didn't like that. Not I didn't one like that. Though. I did but not I'm like saying, that. That's the ever we end. I agree with you. Yeah, but, but we're in the but hold on. We're talking about this. Hold on. 50 doesn't even. But you hold on. You and I spoke about this numerous times, man. Does 50 really care about hip hop music in this in this time and era? No, he does not, man. That man is not giving a rat's ass about hip hop music. And it's been like that for a while. It's been like that for a while now, man. And we don't talk about that enough. As much as you and I love 50, love all his music, 50 Cent Appreciations. The last five or six, though, has something really cared about music? He got other things popping no, up no, in his no, career, I, man. No, 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 no. I agree with you, but but remember, when and ever where your meme can go viral, and that can be a response that everybody sees. Like, that that will hit more people than it. Because remember, there's a lot of people who don't listen to hip-hop and rap like that, but they do follow social media and memes, and if something goes viral, it gets shared. So... All I'm saying is I hope if LL has a diss track to Freddie Gibbs, which, which, if I was LL's close friend, I'd encourage, I would actually encourage it, but it got to be good. Because his response would be crazy. He could really hit you with your MC. He could really hit you with your TV acting career and all that. Like, he could really hit you, L. You know what I'm saying? So I hope if you're going to diss him, it's, it's well, not embarrassing. There were some of the bars, though. If you listen to, listen to the actual song, you could tell exactly who he was talking about. Like, some of the bars were like, all right, well, you know, it's cool. I didn't go crazy when I saw LL and Q-Tip, though. Niggas was like, oh, my God, it's happening. I'm like, what? But Meta, listen, if that's Method Man and Havoc, sign me up, man. All right? That's what I'm waiting for still, Method Man and Havoc. I'm hoping we get that. In 2021, also. Well, well, um, so, so I will just say this: because of because we got the 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 Christmas Kwanzaa gift for me, which was that Havoc Flea Lord project, which is in 100% constant, nonstop rotation for me right now, in memory of Prodigy, produced by H A V U C. Uh, go to Pierce Hip Hop if you want to hear the best Havoc interview. You're going to hear because the other people who talk to Havoc don't be listening to Mob Dick and they're not familiar with anything <laughs> Havoc's ever do. Okay? They sit up there and be like, oh, uh, he shook one to the dope, right? Oh, uh, yeah, and that's as far as they can go. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to hear actual interview with Havoc, piss and hip hop, brothers. Yo, um, it's time for you to come outside. The storm seas, hold up. Storm seas, I need to come outside, man. Yo, M, M, I respect facts. you, right? You going. You going on Zane Low, and then of course because you 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 have a you have shady a shady shady XM on 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 Sirius FM shady whatever you did your your interviews on there. Hold on, tell now, on, let me on. tell you. Do we give Eminem? Do we give Eminem enough props for Shade Forty Five though? Uh, we haven't talked about it, but I will give him props. It's it's something to save hip hop, and it gave people jobs to do with what they love, and he gives people interviews. So that's dope that word. he has a channel. That's dedicated to hip hop. I, I I absolutely 100% respect it. But M, here's the here's the thing, M. M, you up there, you up there with your cassette tape collection, talking to Zane Lowe. Well, Eminem. <laughs> yeah. And 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 yo M. M, now you coming into our world, 
cassette tape talk, cassette tape mm-hmm. collection. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. um, this is where you go to have that conversation. You got to come to Pants to Hip Hop if you want to talk about your cassette tape collection. Because you can't go Yo. nowhere else. Because they're going to be looking at you like, huh? What, what is that? Why you got tape? That's dope, though. I, that, once again, that highlights to what we said on the Eminem Appreciation. We said the guys that we know, even though they do hip hop music, but they, those guys are really hip hop guys. Like they, they're like us. They love the culture. They know about the culture. They know the history of the culture. They respect the culture. Eminem, we've always said he's one of those guys. So I'm not sure. I know, that he but got you know what? That's ill, man. I know, I I mean, know so that, but dope. the thing that, is, man, the thing so, is, no one is man, deep so. diving any tapes, man. They'll just let it, they'll just say, like Kim Shabazz and Tretch. And they'll be like, oh, man, he's dropping some, some back in the day knowledge. Yo, dude, that's 2%. That's 2% of 100%. The tape I look on the flip side, though. I look at it more like M is doing that for niggas like me and you. He knows there's niggas out there that when he says that, and all word, that's what you, oh, M word? Well, that's what you want. He does that for the small percentage of niggas like us and the common boys who who's on that type of time, who, or who was on that time. I'm going to just say this. I love the fact that I'm saying, cool, man. I ain't going to hold you, man. I love that no, shit. No, no, and that's why I'm telling you. That's why I'm saying you need to come to Pierce Hip Hop to have a hip-hop conversation. That's all. Yeah. Have a real hip-hop conversation. Like, M be having these hip-hop conversations, three, where he be talking, and it's like, yo, M's dropping all this knowledge about but shout out to Crooked Eye, because Crooked Eye, in my opinion, has the best Eminem interview because Eminem was more calm and relaxed, slaughterhouse affiliation. He was no, you know, crooked and everything. So, I, you know, and that's and, and, and I think that's basically what it comes down to who yeah. you're comfortable with, yeah. you know. Yeah. Because yeah. as far as they're concerned, everybody else is a stranger. And remember, they're in an industry Facts. where people are in it for clout, notoriety. Mm-hmm. Are they are they mm-hmm. hip hop junkies or or hip hop nerds? Sorry, Benzino. Yeah. I know I know you <laughs> nerds, whatever that means. Right. Oh man, that's what it is, man. Take us home, watch, man. Oh no, 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 no! Don't take us home. Do not take us home. Say that. I need to get the pulse. Wait, I need to get the post from you before we wrap it up. Please, I'm glad I didn't wrap it up yet. All right. He's been home for a couple what, a couple weeks now. Let's say two to three weeks now. Can you give the listeners the pulse in New York City of Rowdy Rebel since he's been home? What have we, what have, what's been going on in the New York streets well, of based, the frenzy based, based of him on, being home? Based on his IG, he's loving his freedom. He's in the lab. Uh, his people are celebrating him. He came home to a good situation, and it seems like he's going to work, and, and there's going to be a lot of music coming, Roddy Rebel. I think basically he's waiting for the features now from from artists who loved him and Bobby Shmurda. So we'll see where the collaborations go. Um, so that's where we're at right now. So I, but me personally, I want to see how it's received with this new generation. This, this, this is what I'm interested in seeing. Wait a minute, wait. Talk about, talk about, You said new generation. I know he's been locked up with six or seven years, probably. So are we saying yeah. that he's lost the streets that no, much in the sound? No, this is what I'm saying. This is, no, 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 no. I'm much? not saying. You, I, no, no. 
I'm saying six years is a long time. Like, it's not a little bit of time. Just think about this. You could go through, if you were in the seventh grade, right, you could have graduated from high school and then he came home. That's what happens in six years. So I'm no, not no, 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 watch. I'm not saying you watch. I'm not saying you're wrong. What I'm saying is this. Has the drill New York sound and New York drill sound changed so much that Rowdy being gone for six years can't come back and try to manifest his way back into the Fabios, the Chef G's, you know, those guys, those guys, like you can't, two, two G's and these guys, I, I you can't get around that table? I believe, he, I believe he's going to have a grace period where because everyone wants to celebrate him for being a stand-up guy, I guess, or they respect the fact that he mm-hmm. did his bid. Um, right. They're going to receive whatever he does and accept it, right? But then it's going to come down to the quality of the music after the initial yes. reaction yes. to it. Yes. Like, oh, this is new, Roddy, yes. Roddy home. Yeah, we vibing to yes. it. But then the music is going to have to start speaking for itself, and that's what I'm interested right. to see, how that that music speaks for itself. You know what I'm saying? Because look, I'm, I'm, people I'm love Chef. I heard they love Chef G and Sleepy Hollow B, and they love Fabio Fong. I know this. Yes, and let me. So I want to know. Let me say this. Come in. I'm glad you said his name because I'm going to be real, man. I like Rowdy, but do I? I mean, Rowdy had a short sample of music, to be fair. So I have more. I have more music. To, I have more music of Fabio Fong that I like. The Rowdy Rebel, right? So my thing is this. Okay, Rowdy, they gave you the jewels. They took you to the stores to buy all the Gucci shit, to buy all this, the high fashion gear and everything, right? They put on the costume jewelry on you and everything. Like Watson says, what's going to happen? You get it. You're going to get the features. It ain't nothing for you to call me. You got home. It ain't nothing for you to call certain dudes to, to, to jump on a track because they're willing to do it because of your uh, your street your street um, resume. You didn't tell. You didn't snitch. Yada yada. Right. So. It's nothing for you to call certain artists and be like, yo, let me jump on the track. But how is it going to sound? Are you going to have a big drip? Are you going to have that weddies and all that? Are you going to have those songs with Young M.A.? Are you going to have that big, like, are you going to have those joints? You dig what I'm saying? Because with all due respect, Chef and Vavi had to get it, kind of had to get it from the from the mud. You came home to a whole different, and, and, and listen, I'm saluting that young brother. I want you to be happy. I'm glad you're home. Stay focused. Don't let the, the, the niggas next to you get you in trouble. Stay in the stew and pump out these joints. But like Watson said, we're going to grade you on the music, fam. Not because you're rocking Gucci shoes, with all due respect. So that's just how I feel, Watts. You know what I mean? I don't have them over Fabi. I just don't. Over or over Chef G, musically. I can't. No, nah, niggas. Nah, here's the thing. Niggas will give niggas like that more props because of street shit they did. But they won't talk about the music. So it's like the street shit in hip-hop outweighs the music. That's kind of weird how that works. Because you did a bit or you didn't tell. So automatically, automatically that makes your music sound dope because you didn't tell and you didn't snitch. I don't subscribe to that theory at all. Watch. The music got to be dope. Tupac is one of the few guys that got locked up. And came and came against the world was banging in the streets. Niggas love that shit. You dig what I'm saying? He did his job. You feel me? He got out. He still was popping. He was still popping. You know. So, but I'm happy for Roddy though. Do you think Bobby's gonna have the same receptions when he comes home? But I think Bobby's gonna have a bigger, bigger response when he comes home. 
Because everybody's wish, we're mm-hmm. asking, why is Bobby not home yet? That's what we're still trying to figure I'm, out. I've been asking that saying? question. I've been asking that question. No. Like, he took more time to not tell on Roddy, um, and he's still in. So he's really going to get, like, when he comes home, the streets are really, they're really going to give him a lot of love. I know this for a fact. Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? So the streets are waiting. The streets are definitely waiting. Um, okay. Quick question. Um, do you remember Mariah Carey's song with um, ODB? Yes, yeah, fantasy. Do, do, you, do you consider that like a, a hip-hop classic collaboration? I love that, James. What are we doing with Mariah Carey in terms of her hip-hop collaboration stuff? Because she clearly always rocked with rappers. And did songs with them. Got songs with Kiss, Busta. Why do we not give Mariah Carey a hip hop, you know, pass that she deserves? Well, she never. She gets. A, I think she gets like passed a little bit. Maybe not to the see, Mary see, J. Blige extension. Why you say a little bit? Maybe why not like Mary J. Blige. Bit, not a lot. Wait, some, but, but but based on what though? Because in the 90s, at the same exact time, she was collaborating with top hip-hop stars. Dog, you're not comparing time. Mariah Carey to Mary J. Blige, are you? No, I, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. That's why I, I want to make sure we're not doing that. That's why I, I want to make sure we're not having that conversation. Because that was in 1995. That's why I was well, guess specifically what? Well, guess what? Guess what, song. nigga? I'll take, I'll take what's the 411. I'll take, I'll take what's the 411 with Grand Poobah over the Joe ODB. How about that? Wow! Wow! We be wow! I won't. We be wow! Wait, wait, wait! Wow! We're going to four one one with Grand Pooba over <laughs> Fantasy Remix with ODB. Wow! <laughs> what you mean? I went, I went out on a limb with that one. I went out on a limb. Let me tell you something. When they let me tell you how 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 popular that song is. When they declared Joe Biden the winner. On Bedford Avenue in Bedford Stuyvesant, me and everybody who lives in the area was in the middle of the streets rocking out to fantasy with Mariah Carey and Odie. Oh, and everybody was singing rocking out. Rocking out. And I videotaped it. And I videotaped it. And I put the video on Twitter. Rocking out to fantasy like that. So, so that's why I asked you. I wanted to because you can't front yeah, on the wide hip hop connection. You trying to co-sign your video? You, you trying to get? You trying to ask me? Yo, fam, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking, though, I take my video, so I'm telling nah, nigga, I'm thinking what's the form. Mary J. Blige gets the queen of that. Mariah has joints, but nothing that sticks out more like Mary J. Blige. Nothing that sticks out more than what? Wait, wait. Nothing that sticks out more than what? Can at the hustle, the Ja Rule joints, the Jay Z joints. I mean, what are we talking about here? Wait a minute, hold up. Y-Clef? This conversation Biggie? this conversation nah. to be continued. This conversation to be continued. What you mean to be continued? Because I'm telling my you, whole, let me get you about nothing. My whole nine experience Mariah Dogs. My whole, whole Mary J. Black hip hop collaborations over Mariah Carey twice on Sunday. Now let's take it here. Now let's say here. Mariah Carey can sing an octave 
that means Mariah Carey can hit every note that the human voice can fam, possibly fam, hit. In other fam, words, wait fam, a minute. Fam, in other fam, words, fam. let me tell you what why do you know the, Why do you know the whole song with Biggie and, 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 and uh, Mary G. Blige? You know, the, you know Biggie's whole lyrics to that. That's my girl Mary, kind of scary. Real love. How come you know Biggie's whole lyrics? Because you listen to that joint mad times, right? No. And that's Mary J. Blige. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mary J. Blige is on that particular song that you sing Biggie lyrics to. Okay? Come on, my nigga. We're not doing that, fam. We're not. I, I, okay, okay. Man, okay. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. To be continued, to be continued. That's all I'll say with that. To be continued. I just asked you a simple question. Nigga, that question now, triggered nigga. you. Ain't nothing to be come continued. On, come on. I'm telling you it's now, fam. I asked you a simple question. And that. I asked you a simple question, and that question triggered you because you know how big that song with O.D. Ryan was. Like, you know that song that had to sit on fire. Me and Mariah go back like babies and pacifier. Older girl on fire. Yo, you know we love that song. We love that marriage of hip-hop and Mariah Carey. We loved it. And... I'm but just hiding on one song. Yeah, I'm just hiding on one song. I'm giving you a multitude no, 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 of songs with Mary J. Blige. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What about Mariah's joint with Jay-Z? What about Mariah's joint with Jay-Z? My fam, 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 fam. Talk to me. I'm taking, I'm taking, Mary J. Blige and Hove over Mariah and Hove. I'm sorry. What did you think about Heartbreak with Jay-Z? And Mariah Carey. I liked it, but not more. But not more than. Not no, more than. Wait, um, wait, over what do you mean? Liked it? I did it like came it. On, it's like, oh, okay, I don't want to hear it no more. I don't know, the fam. When I'm watching Mary J. Blige the, the, do songs by Hov on stage, it meant more than me. But the point I'm making is Mariah Carey was outside with this hip hop, and she takes a backseat to nobody when it comes to hip hop collaboration. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. I'm literally yes, she does. Yes, she does. Because I cannot take singing. So if I take it to singing, then that's a whole other debate that can't be, that can't yeah, Now we're talking, now we're going to sing and talk. Now you're giving me singing, boss. Yeah, we can't go to the I don't want to go to the table. Hold on. The question you asked, sir, was, how can we do not salute uh, Mary, uh, Mariah Carey when it comes to hip-hop collaborations? Is, was that? Yeah. Is it yeah. That, the, the conversation? Yeah. Right. Boom. Yeah. We started there. And I, I want to stay there. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. But I got Mary J over Mariah when it comes to that department. Okay. And that kind of music. Okay. When it comes okay. to everybody. Okay. okay. And, 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 and I'm here to say wow. Mariah Carey was outside for real when it came yeah. to hip hop collaboration I'm not saying she wasn't. in the 90s. I'm not she saying she was wasn't. outside for real. So that was Mary then. What was Mary doing? Mariah was a, a fly, light-skinned mulatto chick, right? 
that could sing. We did not know she knew anything about hip hop. We had no wait, iota. Wait, we had no inclination. There was no inclination. Hold on, come on. There was no inclination that she liked hip hop. There was none. So my question to you is three. Can she sing? Fam, of course she can sing. We're not talking about if she can sing. What do you mean, of course she can sing? She can sing, right? So, so we're establishing yeah, Mariah, Mariah Carey. Can sing. Right? That's one. Yes. Two, two. Are we establishing that Mariah Carey collaborated with hip hop artists in the nineties? Are we establishing that too? Yeah, late nineties though. Not when she first popped off though. No, not the joke. Not late nineties. The ODB song was ninety five, and it's not like uh, uh, and it's not like she was right. doing songs Mid nineties, part of so. Mid nineties, man. Mid nineties. Because once again, like she we did not know not Mariah like Carey liked hip hop. We did not know that Mariah Carey liked hip hop when she came out with Vision of Love. That era right there. What is shocking? A nineteen year old girl not, not liking. But that's the great thing about PSA hip hop. This is the great thing about PSA hip hop. This is the great thing about PSA hip hop. Salute to you, Mary, for not being the backup singer to Father MC. Salute to you. You came out the gate. Yo, relax, yo, fam. Really? That's what we do. Salute to you, Mariah. Salute to you, Mariah. That's what I said. So, like I said, to be like I said, to be continued with Mariah. You know what I'm saying? PSA hip hop, the home of PSA hip hop, the home of the six eight Trey Young, aka Lamelo Ball. You mad? Yo, fam. Y'all mad because you got a flop? Y'all mad because you pulling from threes from deep? Y'all mad because Melo Ball is showing y'all that he got that game? He got that Dog, deep it's three? Dog, early, man. LeBron, He's only played good for the last two games. Get the deep three. It took LeBron 17 years to shoot from where LaMelo shoot from right now. That's a fact. What? What? It took LeBron James That's 17 years to start shooting from the distance that LaMelo shoot from in his sleep. Fam, fam. You forgot LeBron shot that shot against Orlando. You forgot about that, dude. That what was a desperation three point shot to win the series. Now, whatever you want, I don't care what you call it. I don't care. I don't it care was. what it was you call it. Shot. I don't care what you. I don't care what you call Yo. it. Went in. That's what I do. Though. Three. Do you respect the range of Lamelo Ball? Not like Trey. You act like he's in Trey Young bag. He's not in Trey Young company oh. at all. He is not in Trey Young company not at all. Wait a minute, have you not seen where he shoots from? Fam, but that's not consistent, though. There's only and been two, what? three games. Trey Young's, good. Two games. Trey Young's rookie year, Trey Young's rookie year, the first 40 games, he was struggling. Trey Young in summer league, the first year he came in summer league, he did not have a good summer league. Trae, it took Trey Young half the season to really get comfortable with the NBA. Wait till you see my son, the mellow ball. I, I, so I like how you trying to put the mellow and Trey Young in the same sentence, man. I see you trying to put Trey and the mellow at the table Yo, together. Quick You're question, way quick off. Question, they can't even chill together. Quick question. Quick question. Who's better, Jimmy Butler or Bradley Beal? Jimmy Butler. PSA what, what kind of question is that? PSA hip hop, man. The home, the home of hip hop talk. The home of real rap, hip hop talk, man. Cassette tape talk. Y'all know the vibes, man. That's what it is, man. PSA hip hop, man. It's your boy. Y'all know the vibes already, man. Fuck with your boys. What? 